Get in, losers. We're talking about our feelings. Okay. Welcome, Dad, to the podcast. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I asked Dad if he wanted to do a podcast episode. This was definitely not planned. He just came over to grab some stuff from my house. So we're just kind of winging it. He really doesn't even... Do you listen to podcasts? Do you, like, know? I listen to those two girls. What two girls? The two girls that tell stories, like, they tell a story about um, some individual or whatever... But then they get off on a tangent. Oh, my about, favorite murder. My favorite murder is that yeah. the name of their podcast? I think that's the one you're trying. Where it's two women two and women. the stories usually involve either murder, but also like just crazy, crazy things, like crime stories. Crime it's stories. a crime podcast. Oh, it's a crime podcast. Yeah. But when I listened to it with you, it was. Tw- yeah, it was 20 minutes into the podcast. And yeah, they just they talk about ta- their lives. Mean, yeah. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I think that's, like, pretty standard, I think, in, like, the podcasting world, which is exactly what I want to do. Like, I want to... Oh. You want your listeners to kind of okay, get well, to I, know you. You know okay, what I mean? Okay, well, I'm a... Maybe it's a dude thing. What? Like, if I... If it's a murder part, I want... Let's get to the murder. Yeah, I'm sure there are some... Like that. Well, that's what I'm saying. <clears throat> like, I listened to this one by, I think it's Aaron Mankey, and it's... Yeah, called, Mankey. Yeah, and it's it, called Lore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I saw it. So, so that's... the first time that we've ever talked about this, and I listened to the whole series well, I love him. because I set it up on your phone a long time oh, ago. Oh, come on. Like, probably... You did not. Yeah, I did. Probably... It was probably like a year ago, honestly, yeah, it because it was me, you, Ty... Maybe it was on vacation a year ago. When we were talking about podcasts. Yeah. Um, and I set some up on your phone that I thought you would like. Oh. So Lore is very like. Yeah. He present like he doesn't talk about himself. No, it's just, at all. It's yeah. just. Yeah. And it, that's goes what I love the about story. it. It goes yeah. like years, dates, yeah. times, yeah. people. Yeah. If you're that's into, what I like. Yeah. If you're into true crime and I'd say it's like a history podcast, I would definitely check out Lore by Aaron Minky. He's a great storyteller, great writer, yeah. researcher. Yeah. Yeah, he's super smart. And when when I first started listening to him, it was like he was kind of just doing what you're doing right now or whatever. But by the as the episodes got, you know, into it, like maybe six, seven months or whatever into mm-hmm. the lore, you know, he started getting some major sponsors. Oh, like really? To, yeah. Like it was pretty cool, you know. Yeah. And he also went on tour. Oh, he did? That's yeah. cool. So, yeah. Yeah. I so, Dad, with you, <laughs> you we're already prepping our tour. This is my yeah. second episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Dad recently moved to Evansville. He was living in Sellersburg, Indiana, Seven which is miles north of Louisville. Yeah. So basically, we tell people that he's from Louisville. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you pretty much lived there like your entire life. What? In the Louisville area. Well, I mean, Salem. You know I would I'm, still say that's a the Louisville area, though, because yeah, it's about It's 30 40, miles. 35. 35, you think? Yeah, it's 35. Okay, so like yeah. less than an hour. Oh, yeah, it's less than an hour. Yeah. It's always less than an hour. Southern now. Indiana, you can get to like, you know, three, four different states within an hour. Yeah. 
it's crazy. I like yeah. it though. I like living in an area where. Yeah, things are so close. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and like first birthday party, I was like, uh, you know, <laughs> what is that? What is that, that noise? Like, <laughs> why, I'm missing everything. Okay, okay. I was like, uh, just I gotta move. One I more gotta, time. What's the What's the noise? Uh, okay. Well, yeah, and it's, it's just like a, like, it's like a groan. Yeah, it's okay. because I was dying. <laughs> I was like, uh, my kid is growing up, and I gotta go see him okay. all the time. So, Which is interesting to me because I remember being pregnant and I mean, you were like, you were excited, but you weren't no. not. It was just neutral. And it, it was not. And, it, and it, when somebody's pregnant, there's nothing you can do. Not really. Yeah. But I mean, I, I feel like a lot of other grandparents are like super excited. Can't wait. But you were just kind of. Oh, neutral. no, I was chill. Yeah. And I think the reason why I was chill like that is because I'm from a huge family. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, if you go to the stall side of the family, he was number 42. Right. So then what changed <laughs> between the pregnancy and him being here? Like, He's a, he's a little human on earth. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. He's like a little human. He's going to walk around, talk. But, him have but what I'm, I guess what I'm asking is, did you not expect to feel that way? Or did you even? No, I I went into it like, well, you and Mason were together at that point. Mm-hmm. So I was just kind of like playing in the background. But then when you and Mason, you know, and you were, <clears throat> you and Mason broke up and all that stuff. And I was like, man, there's, yeah, she's got a lot going on. And then, of course, the cookie company. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, she's. Like, really doing a lot. Like, I got to go help. Yeah. And I mean, like, obviously, you and mom have helped with Ledger in the two and a half years that he's been here. Right, right, right. But you guys were, like, two hours away. So it would be either me coming there for one weekend a month or two weekends a month or you guys coming here. And it just, like... It's very it's hard. Over. It yeah. was like beginning and end. It was like I got to go home. I got to go back to my job. Right. Lord help us. Don't have that job no more. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. So I don't uh, know. I like you being here. Dad's been helping a lot with bakery stuff. Um, just like delivering. Yeah, delivering and messing up. And <laughs> that's okay. You're learning. Um, <laughs> delivering baked goods and going on midday grocery store runs which happened to me like five times a week um and uh what else have you done like have you like put together boxes just like little things that a million things that i do for the bakery that kind of go unnoticed um you've been helping out a lot i pick up the check it's pretty important it is yeah yeah you help out a lot so you've been liking evansville you're glad that yes, you moved. and I'm glad I'm here. And it seems like I told a friend on my Facebook. I said it's almost like I've got a sign on the front of my shirt that says, "Hey, um, this guy is new to Evansville." Really? Yeah, yeah. So be like extra nice to him. Oh. You know what I mean? Because everybody's been like so overly nice that I'm thinking, okay, they know I'm not from here. That's interesting. Like, do you have an example of like something that happened? Oh, like when I was on a DoorDash. Well, two DoorDashes. I went to DoorDash um, 
uh, where was it? Um, oh, McAllister's. Mm-hmm. Went to McAllister's and I went, you know, it was lunchtime. So it was kind of crowded, you know. And there was a couple sitting there and I was waiting on my food at McAllister's and I looked over and I saw a priest. And it was just like, whoa. Is this like the beginning a, of a joke? You're like, I saw a priest. No, and- no, it's and a not. doctor and a lawyer. No, it's just that I'm from a large Catholic family. Yeah. And you would think, you know, since you're located, well, I haven't practiced the faith or I've never practiced faith, really. You know, I've never even been to confessional. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've never, but I know about priests. I know they take a vow of celibacy. I know they, you know, are supposed to, supposed to take a vow of uh, not any money making either. Oh, I did not. Yeah, even though... I mean, I assume, like, no alcohol and drugs, right? I mean, for a priest? No alcohol? For, I mean, like, the blood of Christ isn't, like, alcohol. What do you mean? It is, too. They change the water into wine. But, like... A priest can partake in wine, yes. Okay, not just... Not, he doesn't do it to excess, just like everything. You're not supposed to overeat to excess. You're not supposed to, you know... The seven really, so sins. they can drink like they can drink like hard socially. liquor. No, I think it's wine, Katie. I think it's like like that's what I, I'm give saying. Me Jack and Coke. That's no. what I'm saying is I. It's okay for a priest to have a beer with his buddies. <laughs> really? Yeah. I cannot picture a priest walking into a bar and being like, "Oh, I'm Father blue McKay, moon. <laughs> what's up, Father McKay? <laughs> you know why Father McKay is." Okay, that's true. So, yeah. dad's kind of um, dating timeline, dating history, I guess, or relationship <laughs> history was. I'm just going to go over the big ones, though. Good luck. So, my mom, they were together from, like, high school age to... Your mom was a senior. Okay, so, like, high school age, I'm just going right. to say 18-ish. Dad's, yeah. like, two years 17, older. 18, right. Um, <clears throat> so, from 18 to, like, 26, I think, is when you guys... Was mom no. 26? You're, you're, oh, when we got married or? When you broke up. No, I was in, I was 30 when we broke what up. What year did you break up? Well, I was 30, so that'd be 69, 79, 89, So it'd be right, right after, I'll tell you when it was, it was right after like New Year's. Of, was 2000. it 2000? Yeah, what year were you born? Ninety six, and I was no. It was. <laughs> we always do this every time. Okay, I was about three, three and you a were half. About three and a half. When they broke up, yes, my brother um, Tyler was about five. Right. So, dad got divorced from my mom um, after you know ten years of marriage or whatever. It was seven years of marriage. Okay. Five years of being together. Okay. So then he got remarried to. No, I thought you said you were going to go over the girls that I've been with that was important. You've missed one between your mom. That was important? Well, I mean, not important, but I spent a lot of time with her. And so Um, did you and Tyler. Shoot, what was her name? Are Uh, you kidding me right now? Kim? Oh, Lord help (laughs) us. I forgot about her. What? (laughs) That wasn't even Kim, it was DJ. I just totally eliminated Kim. I mean, didn't we live with Kim for a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, so I'd say that's more serious than DJ because we didn't live with DJ. No, DJ was married at the time. Oh my gosh. (laughs) She was married and your kids met her like multiple times. 
Oh, yeah. <gasps> but we didn't tell you all that. Yeah, but like... You wanted to know he was in Texas. No, but that just shocks me like on her part. I mean, it shocks me on both of your parts, but I know you, so it doesn't shock me too much. No, that's true. But like, it shocks me that a married woman would be meeting children of her mistress. Like, it seems like you guys would want to keep that on the DL, but maybe not. Who's mistress? You were her mistress, technically. Mistress? I mean, I don't Do think you there's call that a, a guy. Is What's there a, a male? Guy? I don't know what the male pronoun is for. I think it's just called whore. Oh my gosh. I was a whore. Oh I my admit God. that I was a whore. I was a man whore. And that's okay. I mean, because I was young. You know what I'm saying? Okay, well, not really. You don't get to. I mean, you were bringing two young children into a situation that could have gotten very messy. But we never. Live together ever. Okay, but you are having an you are participating in an, an affair. I know. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. I was a participant. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you had DJ, and then he got remarried to Stacy a few years later. I was what grade was I in? We were living in Indy. I think I was like seven or eight. Okay, so I was like first, second grade. Right. Um, my brother would have been like second, third second grade. grade. Right. And then Stacy had um, two daughters. One was, I'm not going to say their names. Right. One was Tyler's age. Older. Well, she was like in the same grade as Tyler. Mm-mm. Yeah, she was. She was a year older than Tyler. She was in Tyler's grade. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. One, the youngest one was. Yeah. Okay, but the oldest so one was. So the two youngest years. one was in Tyler's grade. Um, so like two years older than me. And then the oldest daughter was, how old was she when you guys got married? She's only like 12 or something. Okay, so she was like junior high age. She was like four years older than Tyler. Right. Um, So like six years older than me. So there were four kids between the two of them. And the dynamic was growing up, Tyler and I, my mom had um, full custody. Right. Right. Um, every other weekend. Right. So Tyler and I were with our dad every other weekend. Dad and Stacy at their house every other weekend. Um, and then every Wednesday evening. Yes. That was like the schedule. So we did that for a few years. And then I stopped going over to dad's house. I would say, I think it was in sixth grade, sixth or seventh grade. Yeah, it was, it was still elementary type situation. Yeah, I, I I think it was in sixth grade um, because I remember weirdly being in uh, Gina Walker's class in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, yeah, so I stopped going over to dad's and um, that lasted from sixth when I was in sixth grade to I forget where that was even going. Well, I mean, you just. You stopped going, and then Tyler went on to college first. Yeah. And then you stayed with your mom mm-hmm. majority of the time. But then that's when I started spending more time with just you. Yeah. So, you like, know what I mean? I'd say like you, you started and, that's spending. That's when you and Luke were together. Yeah. I'd say after Dad and Stacy got divorced, yeah. we started spending more, like, one-on-one time together. I don't know if that was just because, like, you started living on your own. 
Oh, yeah. And you just, like, had more time? Or, oh, yeah. Because it's not, I had, like, I don't and want... And you were old enough to come over on a Monday or Tuesday. Right, or, or right. Just, I don't want it to sound like being with Stacey, like, prevented us from having a relationship. Because that yeah. wasn't it at all. Like, Stacey was, like, the best. Right. Um, But... It just happened to work out. I think probably because you were then like a single guy who didn't have like exactly. a ton of like responsibilities, right? A ton of like family I mean, obligations, responsibilities yeah. at the Wahoo, the dating thing. Oh yeah, the back to that. Yeah, so back to, that. back to dad's dating history. Um, so after Stacy, after they got divorced, when I was in college. Uh, college um, you were single for a while while you were living alone in Sellersburg. And then you met Sierra probably two years ago. Um, they started dating a little bit after Ledger was born. Um, and then they dated up until a few months ago. So now dad's been single. And in he, November. Yeah, last November. So it's been about six months um, almost. And he moved to Evansville um, a few weeks ago. And so that's kind of been like dad's history, partner history for the past 25 years. Crazy. <laughs> What's all your... the money. Oh. Check it out. Okay. Um, what is your advice for someone my age, like navigating relationships and... What should you look for? What should you run away from? Number one, get your life in order. Meaning, what I mean by that is you got your college degree. Mm -hmm. You got your house. Mm -hmm. You You have these things that I feel like, okay, now you can... You know, think about dating, dating, mm-hmm. not going out and finding a husband, mm-hmm. like dating, like really dating, meaning, hey, it was nice. I really enjoyed your time. And then end it. Like if that's yeah. possible. I don't. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, I have been on dates before, but I don't think I've ever really dated, at least not in my adulthood. Now that I kind of have a sense of sense of identity and yeah um you know like you said so mature see what i'm saying you're mature enough to take on i mean i definitely know what i don't want and i know bingo but also i realize that i'm gonna change so much i mean i just turned 25 uh-huh. and it's crazy hopefully who i like now and the kind of person i am now i won't be by the time i'm so that's why I think that people ought to step back and say, hey, I know last week you asked me to marry me, but here's the ring back because <laughs> I heard this podcast uh-huh. and this guy. You think we're going to break truth. a lot of people up? Yeah, I, th- I hope so. Yeah, I I mean. I hope so. I people, hope so. Yeah, people know this about me. Like my friends know this about me. I advocate for like breaking up. At any point, anytime, 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 like, I don't even know whose relationship we're talking about, but hypothetically, any relationship breakup, because it's like, yes, if you even question for a second that like, you're going to change, 
which hopefully you will. But for the better relationship, there's a difference between changing and changing to a different person. Yeah. You can change for the benefit of your partner. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, you yeah. can grow with that person. Yeah. I guess I just don't know. Cause I, I personally haven't experienced like growing with someone yet. Exactly. I feel like Mason and I grew at different rates. Um, yeah, I mean, every relationship I've been in, I feel like I've been on a different page. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily a better or worse page, just different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know how we used to have dinners at Stacy, you know, like Sunday dinners? Yeah. We would always sit down and have mm-hmm. this at. Was that weird to you? No, I think I think that's great for kids to see. Right. Um, but you know we had healthy. that. You saw that on Sundays. But did you know we had that almost every night? Yeah. You know and I mean? think that was the issue for um, me, mom, and Ty, like our family unit, because mom was always doing stuff after school and me and Ty were always doing stuff after school. So, like, we very rarely were ever together. Right. Um, and then when Ty and I turned old enough, we were working after school and mm-hmm. or hanging out with friends or at practice, you know, like volleyball practice would go to like five thirty, get home by like six, you eat dinner, you do like I think the entire high school system needs to be demolished. Rebanked. But oh yeah, one hundred percent. But I'm also a huge advocate for, you know, like a three day work week and mm-hmm. I just don't vibe with well, I'm a big proponent of four-day work weeks, mm-hmm. 10-hour days, and two-hour lunches. Yeah. <clears throat> or maybe an hour, hour and a half. I mean, like I was talking to you about the other day, I think COVID is, I mean, it already has. We've already seen that it's restructured a lot of workplaces with mm-hmm. um, remote working and and yeah. things like that. But I think this will be a reformative time. Reformative? Is that a word? I don't know. You got the degree. <laughs> okay. Degree. Um, I think it will be a transformational time in yes. history. I think everything that happened, I know you differ um, on me on this not, one. but Not greatly, I don't. Oh, okay. Think. I thought you did. Um, but I was just going to say, like, everything that happened um, was... I don't want to say deserved. Everything was needed. Everything was needed and everything was yeah. an appropriate response. And I think that people tend to forget that the only great changes that ever really became came from protests and came from oh, I agree, people totally. saying like we're not standing for this anymore you Those know parts yeah i mean every everything i'm just saying if that never would have happened if george floyd never would have happened if brianna taylor would have would have never happened do you think that things would have been i just think that that was the spark that you know mm-hmm ignited yeah i mean i think like police yeah i mean i think police brutality has kind of been at the forefront um for i don't know 
what would you say, like a year or two? I don't know. A oh, couple yeah. years? No, it's been Tra- Trayvon Martin happened yeah. back seven or eight years ago or whatever. It was a long yeah. time ago. Yeah, that's true. And what happened? Well, I guess like I was, I think Black Lives Matter kind of became a thing in like what, 2017, 18? Yeah, it wasn't very long yeah. before all this, you know, mm-hmm. happened. Black Lives Matter did. Yeah. Um, but it came to the forefront and there there was a division, a definite division between Black Lives Matter and All Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Which goes right through me now. Now before, see, before my eyes were before I was woke. <laughs> <laughs> Before I was woke, seriously though, before uh-huh. I was woke, it was All Lives Matter. I'm Wait, telling you, you were in yes. All Lives Matter? No, you were. Yes, I was. What? Yes, until Tyler set me straight. Okay. Tyler said, I want you to imagine yourself as a black man right now. Mm-hmm. That's all I had to do. Because mm-hmm. then if I, you can imagine what it's like. Just in your mind, not like go out and dressed up like anybody, but actually in your mind, think about being a black man and getting pulled over where I live, Sellersburg, which is 95% white, you know, how would I feel? Mm-hmm. And I'd be scared as a mofo. Mm-hmm. I'd be scared. So that's what it had to take me to put me in a place to be like, ugh, yeah, black lives do matter. Because we, we, things got to change. So what was your reasoning prior to that experience? Like, if I would have asked you, why do you say all lives matter? Like, what was your reasoning behind that? Because it's not just about blacks. Okay, well, don't that's say how, don't how, say that. Like, don't group people. Like, but, you but can say black people. Black people. Yeah, but you can't. You know, yeah. You see what I'm getting at? Black people. Mm-hmm. They have lives. White people have their lives. <laughs> Chinese people have their lives. <laughs> like, you see what I'm saying? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I'm saying all lives matter. Along with that, even black lives matter. Okay, so you were kind of taking it as the context of you didn't think that black people should have, I don't know, had um, basically should have had, I don't know, a spotlight on them. Yeah, is that yeah? That's how what you I'm felt? getting at. That's how I felt at, okay. at first, but now. I know better. Now I've realized that, you know, I can only imagine. Like I can't I can't duplicate what what the feelings are of somebody else. Mm-hmm. But just to put me in perspective of where I live and where I do and all this stuff and getting stopped by a cop that I know is gonna be white, mm-hmm. that I know that I'm in a white town, white, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm a black man. It changed everything. Yeah. And I think everybody ought to put themselves in that situation. And then all of a sudden, I think you'll say, Black Lives Matter. 
Yeah. You see, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. I think, like, putting yourself in someone else's shoes is always a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think even thinking about the fact that if a group of people are saying this is happening to me, this is happening to us, mm-hmm. um, I think it's it's unkind, but it's irresponsible, like, as a society to... for us to basically say no it doesn't like to basically gaslight a group of people and just say that doesn't happen to you because there's no way for you to know when you're not in that position Mm. does that make sense i don't know it's just like when when black lives matter started right it would have been irresponsible for us as white people to say, no, you guys aren't experiencing racism and, and Mm. hatred from cops and police brutality. You guys aren't, you know, because that's basically what you're saying. If you're making it up. Yeah. Like if you're saying all lives matter, then that's that's basically what you're doing is you're, you know what I mean? People do all people in my mind that use all lives matter every time they, they see Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. are the people who, to me anyway, are race racist. You see what I'm saying? Like because why? Because they're saying all lives matter, not just yours. They're not opening their eyes. They're not. They're not thinking about. I don't think anything anyone's ever saying that a white person's life doesn't matter. I don't. I, I don't think so either. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. I think that's, people. Yeah. I mean, they, and that's, they saw. They saw that, and they just went with it. Yeah, I think it's it's similar to when people are talking about abortion and they say like, I've heard before. Oh, are you like anti-abortion or are you pro-abortion? It's like. Okay, I don't think anyone's really maybe like point zero zero five percent of people, but like I don't think anyone is pro abortion. I'm pro women's rights. Yeah, and, so that, you know I'm, what I mean. I'm all about I'm, women's rights. Yeah, right? I'm pro, and it's their body. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But with like, that. no, I don't think that we should be like encouraging women to get abortion abortions. But do I think that they should be like safely? provided Safely if a woman chooses provided. to do that exactly. then yeah hell yeah you know yeah so it's kind because of the we same we know the backstory to that we right. know what happened before right abortion wasn't legal we know that that's history yeah so we made it to where a woman can decide that about her and if anybody ever says to you they've never said it to me but if anybody ever comes up to me and says, you know, well, so-and-so, she's got an abortion. So, you know, I know that she got an abortion. So she's, she doesn't have any kids now, this and that. Yeah. I'm thinking about, do you not think she wakes up every morning probably and thinks about that abortion? I mean, I'm sorry, but there's not many people that go off and get an abortion. Two months later, go get another abortion. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, but, like, that person, that woman, like, by you saying, do you think she wakes up every day and doesn't think about that? Like, I guess that kind of implies that she should feel shameful about it or that she should, 
like be punished in a way and like not punished either. I'm just saying a thought in her mind like would you don't have to go back to that time. Uh-huh. Like you don't think that people should hold it against someone. No. Yeah. Not in the least yeah. because that decision was made by her. Mhm. And I she has to live with that for the rest of her life or whatever. I'm not going to treat her any different than I would somebody who's been married 50 years and I'm at their But again, end. by saying, sorry to cut you off, but by saying she has to live with that, it still has that language of like that it was a negative thing. And I guess that's what I'm trying to figure out because like I don't mm-hmm. feel that way. I don't feel that it should be looked upon as like this negative that like like I yeah. just said I'm yeah. not saying, oh, everyone should get abortions, like abortions rock. But I also don't think that it should have a negative connotation. Like, I think it should be looked at similar to how something like birth control is looked at. Yeah. Where some women take it, some women don't. But it's not this, like, shameful thing if you do take it. It's just like, and some women take it to prevent pregnancy some women take it to regulate periods yeah it's like all these different similar to abortions some women will get an abortion because they're just not ready for a kid some women because they just don't want a kid some women because it's a medical issue um you know what i mean there are all these different reasons and i think that they're all completely valid and i don't think that any should be looked at as like oh well you have to live with that because you and it's like no, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand that, but I'm talking about the people who look down on them. That's the only thing I'm saying is that I don't personally ever look down on anybody that has had an abortion or going to get an abortion today. Mm-hmm. I would never go up to somebody and make them feel mm-hmm. like that. That's what I'm conveying. I'm not saying she's going to wake up every morning crying because she got an abortion 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like she has every day for 20 years crying because she had a mortgage. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you shouldn't feel guilty. You shouldn't feel that guilt on you. You, every decision you make, everyone, not just abortion, but every decision you make is your choice, Mm -hmm. your decision, Mm -hmm. your body, your life, your, you know what I mean? Right. So what's abortion? All right. We're wrapping up. Okay, I've been talking so for an what, hour. what did we get accomplished on this podcast? We did What's good. the main thing? You did good. No, I just wanted it to be like an organic conversation. Um, the last thing I want to do for every podcast is to ask someone um, just like their one-liner piece of advice, like a very quick piece of advice. Okay. Be happy. Be happy. I mean, it's just so simple yet so hard to attain. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Be, just be happy. I mean, it, when you wake up, you can choose to be sad. You can be angry. You can choose this. When you wake up tomorrow, after you hear this podcast, you say, you know what? I'm going to do it. You know what? I'm going to be happy today. <laughs> I'm going to be happy. That Phil told me to be happy. And I'm going to be happy. <laughs> you know, for I'm going to wake up tomorrow. Without even coffee, because, you know, there was times in my life where if I didn't have coffee, mm-hmm. like, I was, you don't even speak to me. Yeah. And that's bad, man. Yeah. So, be happy. That's my 
That's my one-liner. What's okay, yours? That's good. You got a different one every podcast? You should, since you're going to be doing the podcast. I honestly didn't plan to have one. I I just like wanted to ask my guests. Oh. One. Yeah. Okay, well, I think I won that one. Yeah, you did a good job. Thank you for being on. Okay. Good job. Woohoo. Woohoo. All right. Bye, guys.